Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello. Hello, everyone. Long time no see. Yeah, it's been a while, hasn't it? How many, three weeks or something we've had a sabbatical from our uh, podcasting. Uh, Good excuse, though. Kids are off off uh, school so yeah in our defense is well if you're a, a working parent you know <laughs> it's just hard to get anything done in the school holidays i don't know how people do it normal people with normal jobs navigate school holidays mm, we're quite lucky that our job is generally speaking quite flexible well you say that but there is tons of stuff that we always need to do that we just cannot do yeah <laughs> and then you just end up being really frustrated yeah, <laughs> yeah, but they're at they're at pirate club now, which is uh, which has given us um, a couple of days breather. Oh my God, we are better human beings when we are away from our kids, aren't we? <laughs> it's just intense, isn't it? I think after having had lockdowns, the school holidays. Love my kids, but school holidays does feel a little bit like another lockdown, mm. <laughs> and you've got like two young children at home just needing entertainment and demanding things all the time i'm just such a better human and better dad and better person when i'm seeing my kids far less so if i see them a couple of hours in the day i'm just i'm just all around better i think it's not just being away from your kids i think it's generally speaking humans just are nicer when they have time to be alone Mm. Yeah, it's so intense children stuff because there's there's always dramas, there's always screams. And if you're the sort of person where your prerogative is just like you want a nice peaceful life where things are just calm and relaxing. You kiss goodbye to that. Yeah, you, you kiss goodbye to that. It's just screaming. Like uh, today I was, I, was, I was getting the kids ready for school and I just said to Grayson on the way out, uh, can you close the gate? And there's a little part of my brain which was like, he, this is going to be a drama, you saying, telling him to do that. And then there was another part of my brain which was like, shut up, Steph. It's not going to be a drama. Stop making out that everything's going to be a drama. It's not. It's going to be fine. And then 10 you seconds had a drama. later, there was a drama <laughs> about closing the gate. Rufus ran out uh, second and Grayson was like, he was out second. He should close it. And I was like, I just asked you to close it. And then he screamed and I was like, oh my God, the little voice was right. And then I get angry at, at myself because I'm, because I feel like, uh, yeah, I don't want to listen. I don't want that to give that voice a platform. I, I think it's hard because it. when you're a parent, you do have to say no a lot and you do have to be the person that nags or asks for things or tells off and stuff and i think mm. when you're doing that sometimes you can day you can find yourself doing that a lot like more than other times it does kind of bring you into this space where you sort of expect mm. to be doing it and it kind of brings you down a little bit sometimes yeah it's just yeah. hard it's hard yeah it's hard condolences to all the other parents out there <laughs> who are navigating children at home but we uh 
We watched a great horror movie the other night, didn't we? What was it called? It's called... A Classic Horror Story. Yes. Netflix. Yes. Very, quite uh, disturbing. <laughs> I actually <laughs> I quite liked it. I thought it was really clever. It was really good. Really well done. Best horror movie I've seen in a while, I think. But if you like horrors. two thirds of the way in, the big twist happened and you were like, oh, the twist almost made perfect sense and then everything was great from there on, wasn't it? It was yeah. like, it, it kind of took a completely new direction. Yeah, I quite liked that though because mm. quite often with horror especially in that genre, you kind of expect certain things to happen and certain things become obvious at a point in the storyline. But what this film did really well, I think, is they they let you get comfortable with that and then they gave you the twist. Mm. So let, we, we uh, t- talking about intense, we had a camping trip, which was intense. <clears throat> oh God, not even... A- just a grimace uh yeah we went camping we went to uh cloud nine festival which was really good fun however it's been there's been a lot of bad press they've got a lot of bad press uh a lot of bad press um, about it being a bit of a disaster uh i think they were quite understaffed and um i think they got it was sold as kind of a glamping vip experience and i think there was a few things missing that made it not so feel like it was some sort of vip experience um we had a great time didn't we? I mean, it was really good yeah. fun. It was really good. But there were things that I was annoyed about. But then, you know, that's that. I think that's uh, just the way when you camp or glamp, though. Mm. Like, it's never going to be this perfect experience. I, I mean, a couple of things that I think they probably should have realized, like mm. they needed an extra sink for people to wash in and stuff. Yeah. But, I, I mean, we... it's all teething problems with something that's so new like that. You kind of have to give them a little bit of leeway and, and be like, well, it's a new festival. It's not going to be perfect straight away. God, think of how organized you have to be to mm. pull off something like that. Yeah. I know I wouldn't want to do it. I, uh, but we ended up having a really good time. We stayed yeah. longer than we were expecting to stay, didn't we? We stayed for an extra night and we were going to go home after two nights. But then we thought, you know what, stay for another night. Um, and and yeah, I think it's just what you make of it. Like it was, you have a choice with the in these situations to be like, well, I could, I could get all um, upset and uh into a bit of a diva this is this is the problem i have remember that time when we went away and i won't say who it was with but we went away on a, on a, on a cruise ship and we met another influencer there and i remember how utterly obnoxious this influencer was um and i couldn't almost believe it i was so embarrassed when i was around him when we were talking to people on the on the boat and he was demanding things and saying you know sort of do you know who i am and we expect this and this and this and i was i was just dying inside as he was saying these things um and i was just but also reaping all the benefits but also <laughs> i cannot tell you how many benefits we got out of it i i got much better footage out of that mm. i got much better shots i got a much better experience just by being in his shadow just by sort of him being the obnoxious mm. one and then it made me realize then oh i get it now the bigger dickhead you are in life the more obnoxious and awful you are the better your life is the more shit you're gonna get the more stuff and great experiences you'll get if you're just sort of barging your way to the front and being like no i deserve to be at the front everyone's just like oh maybe he does okay let him let let, let, yeah let him through um or people just think you're a massive rude dickhead but it depends if you care about that i think a lot of a lot of people don't care do Mm -hmm. they a lot of people are like well i don't i don't give it i don't give a toss what people think about me and i yeah, I, I, I'm always amazed by people who who have that prerogative that they don't care what people think about them. Mm. Somebody says something. I think you're right, though. I think that the experience is what you make it. And it's almost kind of rather than 
thinking oh this is wrong about it or this wasn't good enough Mm. or whatever you really have to just flip it and be like but we're all spending time together in Mm. an event we've all just spent a really long time locked away at home not being able to do anything so how cool is it that we're Mm. actually in a field with a bunch of people and everyone's like here to have a good time and and kind of flipping it on its head rather than finding all the negative things that are there if you look for them yeah yeah but all the positive things are also there if you look for them and it's where you choose to like send your focus Mm. yeah that's so true it's how we reframed it i think there was a pivotal moment of the trip where we were like we need to reframe this yeah we need to reframe this and as soon as we did that it was really enjoyable but uh but yeah in a tent with two kids is uh (laughs) is is an experience isn't it it's something you can't and two dogs yeah those little mutts the first thing they did as soon as they got into the tent was piss on the floor i was like oh my god we just walked through fields and fields to get here and the minute we get into the tent there you are squatting down pissing on the floor we didn't even see where it pissed until hannah sat down on the weed oh yeah that Mm. that annoyed me when i first got there that that wasn't fun i was wearing cream shorts i never wear cream shorts and i sat down to put my wellies on on the floor and i was like oh something's wet thought it was probably just like some water that someone had spilt or something and then i realized what it was and i was like oh great there's dog wee on my cream shorts oh i know man this is a great start to the weekend i I can't even look at them right now if you notice i'm not even stroking them because they just keep weeing on on the floor all the time even though we leave the door open for them to go outside and wee they're just like nah i'm just gonna piss on the floor or if you put a bag down they'll wee on your bag oh yeah george is our older dog he's two he's going through this phase where he's marking everything i'm not really sure why we should probably just research it he tried to yeah. yeah couple of times he's cocked his leg i'm trying to wee he on tried you, to he? but i knew he was gonna do it so i moved <laughs> god he's so annoying so annoying i can't believe we paid money for this little shit <laughs> i know you love him to pieces but god i can't stand him i do he's um, like my baby yeah i like him a lot when he doesn't defecate and we it's it's bizarre because most of the most mornings you and i wake up to vomit blood urine and feces don't we that's the first thing we deal with every morning because Pippi, the little dog, she's has a she's having her period. So well, she's they say the never work with kids and animals. And uh, let's change the uh, yeah. <laughs> subject here. <laughs> <laughs> um, you've just finished reading my book recommendation from a while ago, haven't you? The Goldfinch. The Goldfinch, and it was so good. I've got. Um, I, um, it took you so long to read it. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I did. I was only doing bit uh, like sort of reading bit by bit. Yeah, I don't um, know how you could do that though. I when I read that book, all I wanted to do was read that book. I highlighted quite a few bits actually of the book which Ooh, i thought were very good because i was i was just like oh that's that's nice um i don't know how to get to my so high- beautifully written isn't it this is the nice bit i've just found literally one of just someone across now here's here's a chat um, from from the very end of the book it's just uh, a chapter i highlighted because i liked and and as much as i'd like to believe there is a truth beyond illusion i've come to believe that there's no truth beyond illusion because between reality on the one hand and the point where the mind strikes reality There's a middle zone, a rainbow edge where beauty comes into being, where two very different surfaces mingle and blur to provide what life does not. And this is the space where all art and all magic exists. Isn't that nice? I felt like that was one of those books for me personally, where you really had to concentrate on every single sentence it's not one of those like holiday reads that you can kind Mm. of skim and still understand what's going on or who the characters are and stuff you really needed to actually like be present in the story Mm. which is the kind of book i really like that actually you feel like you're in that person's head and you're in that person's Mm. world completely it's it's almost like you go out of your body and you're not sitting in your bed reading like you're just in the story it's a great book i highly recommend it 
It's a good book. And now I'm sort of I'm reading Death, Love, Ro- and Robots, which is very good. I'm reading. Oh well, I've just finished a book which I would actually recommend. Although, so it's Lisa Tadeo's new book, Animal, and I wasn't sure if I wanted to read this when I read what it was about. Um, and I got a sample, and then I was like, okay, I'll just carry on because the sample obviously drew me in much darker than I thought it was going to be because her first novel through women obviously I think so many people have read this and know it's a very popular book um it's completely different to that I would say that this is better and three women I absolutely loved that book but this is better but you do need to be I would say in a good mental headspace or a good frame of mind to read it because a lot of it is really heavy going and quite dark um probably one of the darkest books I've read I would say um so if you're not if you want something light-hearted then this isn't for you but if you want something that has that like darkness and that that depth of a character in it then definitely go and read it how is your yoga journey going it's going good i'm making a little course right now like a at home yoga retreat so like a little affordable day retreat so it's a day, one day yeah so you just you buy a package of videos so you get four yoga videos two meditation and then recipe ideas journal pdfs um and you take yourself on a little day retreat at home in your own time Great. so i'm making that right now um are there any rules that no, there's no rules. No? It's just you follow you a schedule. Do it, you do it at home. There's a, t- a suggested timetable if you want okay, to, yeah. but a lot of people have children or jobs mm. or maybe they can't carve out a whole day alone to, mm. to do that or they maybe don't want to spend hundreds of pounds on a yoga retreat or can't spend hundreds of pounds on a yoga retreat or mm. don't know if it's worth the money. So I just thought it'd be a nice way for people to to try out that sort of experience but from the comfort of your own home so that's why i'm sandra and i'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use linkedin jobs linkedin has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month over 70 percent of linkedin users don't visit other leading job sites so if you're not looking on linkedin you'll miss out on great candidates like sandra Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. I'm working on. How really far, enjoying it. How far are you through it now? Um, well, I'm off to go and film some of it. You were going to film actually, something today, weren't you? But in a minute. Neighbors I know. Neighbors drilling and kids Typical. screaming. It's the day the kids are at the uh, holiday club, so I was like, great, I can I can get three videos filmed today. And our neighbour's children are outside playing in the garden loudly. And next door but one are drilling every way, every five it? minutes. It's always the way. <laughs> so I'm like, hmm, 
got to rethink my timeline now. <laughs> I haven't had a second to put up a video in a long time. I don't even know when I'm going to have time to put one up. I just don't think I'm going to be able to do it. It's, uh, it's, it's going to be some time before I upload something, I reckon. I think it's just going to be a case now of not doing it as much. I think it's just going to be, I know we always, you know, we always have the dramatic headlines of like, oh, we're, we're leaving or whatever. It's just, uh, just cause they, they just tend to work. But, uh, but I just don't think we can. I just don't think it's feasible to do it anymore. Well, I think it's all ebbs and flows, careers and, and You know what makes it hard and... as well is as the kids get older, it becomes far more tricky to mm. film them because it's it's all about informed consent and how you do it and why you do it. And it's mm. so nuanced as to like why you're choosing to leave bits in and why you're not and how much they're in it and how much they aren't. And does this, is it, is this going to be, a, you know, does this dignify them in the future? Are they going to yeah. have, there's so many things, facets to it that you have to consider and think about that it's exhausting because you're like, yeah, the more you don't film them, the more you have to direct the camera onto yourself and the more then the more people are thinking, oh, you're making it about yourself. And then you're like, <laughs> I'm not. I'm just, there's many reasons why I have to do this. Yeah. So that's a, that's very tricky. I feel like the family vlogger space is a, quite a different landscape to when we first oh, started. Because yeah. we started, I started doing pregnancy videos about nine years ago now, mm. which is crazy when you think that we've been doing it for that long. But it was quite a different landscape back then far less saturated um i feel like a lot of people were doing it for different reasons than they might be doing it for mm. now probably ourselves included mm. um to some like respect to some aspect but um it it has changed a lot but i think over 9 years you can't expect to still be in that type of creative career, you can't expect to still be where you were nine years mm. ago. You're going to have grown creatively and personally. But I think obviously you could have grown away from an algorithm. I think algorithms have all have been up, been constantly updated over the years. So algorithmically things change and then you that might not you might not align with some algorithmic change and that means that your channel's punished and so you have to work harder and try harder to kind of get noticed yeah more really, than you did so you have to take more risks and then you have to i don't know it's just it's a really difficult thing i find particularly uh with instagram i find morally sometimes i don't know how to behave on instagram mm. because although i've been told like a couple of tricks and things that will get you more followers mm. or whatever I it just doesn't sit right with me and I'm like I don't want to trick people into mm. following me because that's what it feels like to me fair enough maybe I'm being over dramatic and obviously lots of people do it for a job and it's just tricks of the trade mm. or whatever but for me personally I find that doesn't sit right yeah and like I don't I don't want to do those things I don't want to have to do seven hashtags or one reel a week or yeah whatever in order for people to follow me i'm like that's not kind of really give the algorithm what it wants so you get noticed so. yeah and it just doesn't it doesn't really creatively like feed you you know yeah yeah I know you're just you doing it you're doing it you're not creating content that you want to create. You're creating content that, that an algorithm wants. Mm. wants in order to get more eyeballs. And I just, I think maybe as I've grown older as well, like I feel like you and I are quite similar and we've never, as social media content creators, it's never really been weirdly for us about gaining like lots and lots of followers. But even as I've grown, as I've grown older, it's even less about that. And I'm like, I actually yeah. don't really mind 
yeah. people unfollowing me and mm. I don't I'm like well, if it's not the type of content that you want to see then that's good that you're unfollowing because you're then creating a feed that you it, that is right for you and that you want to see and you're not yeah. having somebody pop up that makes you feel bad mm. or annoys you or mm. that's a good way to look at it I think my struggle with it my my main struggle with it has been just the pantomime of everything I find really difficult to prescribe, uh, uh, um, subscribe to. I, I, when I see people sitting down in front of a camera, I just see like a facade, like an act, like mm. almost like this. Everything's everything's being said in order to reinforce a projection of what they want people to think they're like and what they want people to think they're morally aligned to. And I just feel like this is all just such a pantomime. It just seems all so fake. I think we're just getting old. And the older <laughs> the older I get, though, the more I see that, the more apparent that is to me. And the more I'm like, even when people kind of do these kind of commentary videos and they're, they're tearing people apart, I'm like, you know, people, I've recently been you love those well this is the fine thing I'm, I love I love the moral quandary that it puts me into <laughs> I've recently discovered this whole uh, fallout that's happened with the Sikonis and I've been fo following that because we obviously were signed with them for some time I don't think they're signed with our management agency anymore but for a long time they were signed with the same agency as us we've never really you know been we've never they're not kind of associates of ours but we've always been aware of each other and uh, I've just seen this whole fallout with Jonathan Sikone and um, their kid Eduardo and everything that's happened from that. And it's it's almost like for, for zooming out of it and watching it all happen is quite fascinating because it's all my, everyone's accusing him of um, exploiting his kids for, for, uh, for um, exploiting his kids basically and, and his kids uh, transition or his kids, uh, I don't know, not, I don't know what the word would be. Like his, his younger boy likes to wear dresses and have long hair, which is cool and everything, but people are accusing him of exploiting that for monetary gain. And then I see people exploiting you're almost exploiting that situation for monetary gain so i'm like people make these videos mm. saying oh well look yeah. what he's doing he's exploiting his kids like well aren't you doing the same thing yeah. in a way in a roundabout way like and i said to you today this morning i was like people said people you know they, they 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 say they care so much about this kid and his future and what he's going to be like when he grows up but like there's kids out there that are just you know on 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 um rubbish dumps in bare feet who can't you know that don't have any money they're just you know digging through rubbish dumps in places in india to for, for like bits of metal to try and sell to get enough money i'm just like if you care that much about kids there are kids out there that a lot more need need mm. a lot more need your care than this kid does you know and i just feel and then then i just think this is all playing into this ideological like mosh pit where people are just trying to get their ideas heard and try and reinforce their own kind of validation and their own moral standing by using other people and saying like well this is why this is why I condemn this person. This is why they're awful. It's that, but then it's also the financial game yeah. of creating a hit piece video like that that's going to get a lot of traction, make a lot of money on AdSense. Uh, I, I feel like that's one side of humanity. Yeah. That's I feel like that's one side of humanity that it's such a shame that we have to all have this obsession with money because it really brings out the worst side in a lot of people oh my god it does when yeah. all they are focused on is how they can financially benefit mm. or what they can get mm. Mm. that's so true yeah, and if, so true. if you stripped away that from every human imagine how different the landscape would look mm. right now if you strip if you stripped away every like big companies 
need to make X amount of cash this year, what would the world look like? Even well, just on a physical level. I don't think like- it'd be very good. I think it would be disastrous. <laughs> I genuinely do. Like, I think it would be disastrous. I think the world has never been as good as it is right now. You, you know, it's never been this great. I mean, even a king a couple of hundred years ago probably wouldn't live as good as a poor person in the UK these days. If you think about what that king had compared to what we have in terms of the different variations of food that we can get and the different kind of, uh, you know, sheets that we have on yeah, our bed. Yeah, but there's also an argument to say that we shouldn't, perhaps we shouldn't have all of this available to us because look where it's got us. Oh, no, of course not. We're just inherently greedy and it's just... Yeah, the whole exactly. Of- and that's that's the point I'm trying to make is that if humans weren't so in it for what they mm. could get yeah they're just too greedy it would just be a nicer place the, yeah. world, the whole world would be a nicer place but but how, how we're, do you how we're wired cultivate to, that to be selfish and how we're kind of genetically engine genetically yeah. made up it, i can't imagine another way that could supersede this way if there if there was another way then it would have been i would have thought there'd be trials and mm. they'd be trying it and proving that it, other other ways can work I'm, I'm, I'm always very open-minded. The, the, the important thing, I think, with everything is to kind of just to zoom out and be like, well, let's not, let's, not mar- let's not marry our ideas. Yeah, and also just to acknowledge the fact that you have an opinion and it's, it's the right opinion to you, but it may not be the right opinion to somebody yeah. else. And that's fine. Yeah. We don't all have to agree on everything all the time but it's so funny because sometimes i'll get i'll be like i'll be angry about something or i see something that angers me and then i'll, I'll force you know, myself i've seen something that angers me right now you've got a hairy toe and i'm angry oh, no. about that <laughs> but then i have to force myself to address that anger and be like why are you angry about that what's making you angry and is that angry ra- is that anger rational think about it and then the more i think about it the more i'm like it's not a rational anger mm. because everything because there's no because in my mind there's no objective truths like it's all we're just making this up as we go and we're agreeing that certain things are right and wrong uh, and that makes it very difficult to to ever really form a, an idea or a, an opinion. Because I'm like, my opinion is no more or less valid than somebody with an opposite opinion. I don't understand why my opinion is more valid than theirs or theirs is more valid than mine. It's, it's so you can't. So it's very difficult because sometimes you want to be on a side and be like, yeah, this is what I believe in. I'm I'm I'm, just, I'm on this side. But then the more the more fro- you're more married to that idea that you have, the more you need to question it and argue yourself out of it. And before you know it, you're back in the middle again, being like, oh, I can't. You're a fence sitter. I just, I'm a wavering <laughs> everywhere. I'm like, I'm trying, like people get angry and they got this anger train for something, for something that's happened. And the first thing that I want to do is look at the opposite, you know, be try and fight mm. for the opposite side of it and be like, okay, well, how's the, how is this, where's the flaws here? And how can we, how can we untangle this? So we're not so married to it. Um, it's exhausting. I think it's, uh, I think it's just a landscape that we have, come to live in over the last couple of years though it's kind of covid and everything has just escalated Mm. everybody's anger division in society over different things you're right and it's just kind of made that whole almost the online landscape the the news landscape every everything outside of your own bubble seems to be like on fire and angry (laughs) yeah which is why I like to stay in my bubble. <laughs> but I think you what you what you can't do is you can't, everyone goes out with pitchforks after something like Brexit happens, and then that gets all you know. Well, that that ends, but then people are still angry, and they still got their pitchforks in their hand. They're still like, well, what, what next? It's do you like, know well, what? I just feel like everybody needs to um, when they get angry and they go to type some 
mean comment or get all riled up about something they don't know about on the internet everyone just needs to go to the fucking gym or go for a run get all your anger out take all your anger out on exercise for half an hour and then see how you feel and then Mm. go to write your comment because it works yeah yeah you're right i think yeah that could i mean anyone goes for a run before they write a shitty comment will definitely not finish that run and come back yeah you get home and be like oh i don't really mind yeah yeah (laughs) anyway let's wrap this up i need to go do some filming okay thanks very much for listening everyone uh sorry it's been so long since we've done a podcast we will try I hope you're all regular. doing okay and we will see you for another podcast next week we're out of here bye guys bye. planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options buttery soft italian leather bags and so much more and it's all priced at 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands plus quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices pack your bags with high quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with quince go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365 day returns